Rondo Community Library is located at 461 Dale Street on the corner of Dale Street and University. Here we are at the Rondo Community Library to talk to Rebecca Ryan. Well, I'm actually a public services manager. So up until about six months ago, I was the Rondo branch manager as well. Currently, I oversee Rondo, the bookmobile or community services department and our workforce programming. I started working for St. Paul Public Library in 2008, but before that I had been working kind of with St. Paul Public Library because I worked at Metro State. And so it's been funny to me to see my career in libraries like tracked by the computer games that kids play, RuneScape to Minecraft to Mm -hmm. Roblox Mm -hmm. to something that's that's weird spinoffs of those games and like whatever is like vaguely close to Fortnite that they can play. And so I don't know what will be next. So the Rondo Library, obviously, there's a lot of books available here. Mm-hmm. What else goes on here? What else doesn't go on here is maybe a more appropriate question. Um, so when this building opened um, in 2006, there, there um, was a very concerted effort to take into account community needs and wishes and um, you know, art donations and um, many, many things that make this special. So we have some great partnerships. So with, for example, the Minnesota Literacy Council that teaches um, English and GED study classes here with the Neighborhood Development Corporation that provides seminars for people who are already entrepreneurs who want to own their own small business. They host their planet classes for the Rondo neighborhood here. Um, We have a partnership with the Volunteer Lawyers Network. They come and do um, criminal expungement clinics here. So the original idea was for it to be a library and to be a community center and a multi-use building since there's apartments upstairs. I recently read a book called Palaces for the People that talks about social infrastructure. And I think if you think of Rondo Library as the social infrastructure of University Avenue, it gives you an idea of what we are to people, um, which is so many things that walk in the door that I could never tell you all of them. But often, you know, it's a place to use the bathroom. It's warm when it's cold outside. It's cool when it's warm outside. There's Wi-Fi. There's working computers. There's places to sit. Now, (laughs) since the remodel, there's even a um, semi-quiet room. There's meeting space. Mm -hmm. Um, And there's information. And there's people that can help you, which is not actually something that you can easily find very many places. What was this location before the library moved in? Were the were the apartments upstairs already there and stuff? Oh goodness, no! So this location was um, notorious in the neighborhood for many, many, many years because it was the Faust Theater, um, which showed, you know, at one point was a family theater and then transitioned to showing like a particular kind of movie that brought in, you know, a particular kind of clientele that wasn't super family friendly, um, and that was finally torn down. And so then this location was a. Um, kind of an empty plaza. There was a market here for a while, but really before the library was here had been empty for several years. I think most people don't know that we're set up for people to ask us questions and we're set up so that if people want a particular kind of material or they want to figure out what they want to read, for example, or what they want to watch or what they want to listen to, that um, we can help them. And if we don't have it right here in Rondo Library, we will work very hard to get it for them, up to and including um, suggestions for purchase. Um, So I think 
actually, um, we talk a lot about the 14th branch of the library being our digital branch. And I feel like people really only scratch the surface of the many, many really wonderful digital resources that the library has available. And we're continually kind of talking about how to make those more visible to people when they just walk in the building. I got into this because um, I like people. So really the best part of my job is when I get to talk to somebody. You know, people tell you things that are important to them or they're looking for information about something that's important or they're here um, because they really need help with something. So I love it when I feel like I've lightened somebody's load. So my favorite part is interacting with um, so many different people and hearing so many wonderful stories really getting a sense of like amazing beauty and um, resilience in the community that's humbling to me every day. So that's my favorite part of my job. The main point that I always want to tell people is that the library isn't mine and it's not, it's, it's everybody's, it's yours, it's your neighbors. Mm -hmm. um, so <laughs> sometimes what I like to say is that um, if I've done an excellent job for somebody, um, I'm not actually doing my job because kind of by definition, what we have to do is to try and balance valid and competing needs. So I'm shooting for above average. <laughs> so if you feel like your experience here was above average, that is awesome because then we can make room for lots and lots of above averages, um, whereas excellent is really only one kind of thing to one person. Mm. And we have to be more than that. So Awesome. Thank you, Rebecca. Thank you, Ian. My pleasure. Now, what the library offers inside is certainly important, but on top of that, the building recently got a facelift. A recent community art project has made the exterior facade much more colorful and inviting. Let's head outside to talk to Gita and Aki, two of the artists on the project. Well, I would just say the, the overall concept of the facade is adding color and bringing the inside of the beauty of the inside of the library to the outside of the library so everyone that walks or drives by sees it. And that we had the concept initially with Melvin, who's a bubble-blowing person, and so it's sort of like mandala bubbles that are expressing different community and different cultural fabrics and imagery that were selected with people in the library helping vote on the different shapes and images. We did a lot of kind of a community engagements as a part of arts, art making, and try to get the um, who uses the library to kind of give us idea of like, oh, what's your symbols for peace, or what's your symbols for um, community, and what's your symbols. So those symbols that is now you know really get, get, giving more colors to that outside wall kind of comes from who uses the library mm -hmm. to give us idea about um, what could a piece look like in their mind. It's not about Melvin, Gita, or myself as an artist, but it's really about who the communities are and what community wanted. Oh, here is, I know. Here is, here is everybody. Here's everybody from the, the youth artists. This is Hamati, Sia, and then Chinese. They're an amazing group awesome. of high schooler. So you should interview them. Awesome. Um, so you guys are youth artists on this project. Kind of what was what was your guys's like role with this? So we helped out, and there was like a bunch of different designs um, showing like uh, aspects of the community, and we uh, would just paint um, and like use different colors um, to really make um, them pop to show 
the community. Do you guys have any particular pieces that you uh, that you're really fond of that you that you want to tell me about? Um, to be honest, I like the dove design better because I'm the one that designed that. So I kind <laughs> I kind I I don't want to mean mean to be impartial or anything, but yeah, I like that one the most. I liked the tree with like the hearts on it, the big designs ones. I like the goat design because it is a sacred animal for Somalia. Um, how did you guys get involved in this? Um, so me and Masia's um, uncle, uh, he helped out with this project and he uh, told um, Gita and Aki about us. And um, that's how we both um, were started doing it. And then Shanaze, I don't know how you just came one day. <laughs> Rondo Community Library is located at 461 Dale Street on the corner of Dale Street and University. This is Ian R. Buck, WFNU Frogtown Community Reporter, for the 2019 Frogtown Walking Tour. This project was made possible by a grant from the Metropolitan Regional Arts Council. The Frogtown Walking Tour is aired on WFNU Frogtown Community Radio at 94.1 FM in St. Paul and can be heard on frogtowntunedin.org. Music for these episodes are produced and provided by Dialect Music. Follow him on Instagram at D-I-A-L-E-K Music. Production of these episodes are by Sounds Powerful Productions. To see photos, hear more stories, and learn more about St. Paul's Frogtown Walking Tour, visit frogtowntunedin.org.